Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. The next law, which is basically, how does this happen? It's the law of cause and effect. Emerson called the law of cause and effect the law of laws. Napoleon Hill warned us that if we did not understand the cause of, uh, law of cause and effect, if we did not get really deep into that law and exercise it in our life, we were very susceptible to superstition. And superstition is basically any kind of magical thinking where you think you could do something that really doesn't require the specific cause and you actually get the effect. For a long time, self-improvement has gone down the road with the law of attraction and that law has been perverted so bad by so many people that don't understand it but really love the idea that I can just think warm, fuzzy, high vibrational thoughts, and I'm going to create something equivalent in my life. That is like a fraction of that law. But what makes people susceptible to it? What makes people susceptible to it is that when they hear the truth about success, that it takes repetitive hard work. It takes repetitive dedication. It takes repetitive courage. They're like, I don't want to do that. It's too difficult. So they start looking for an easier way. The second a person starts looking for an easier way, do you know how susceptible you become to a con person, to some cockeyed fucking theory about success? that you can pray it into existence or you could sage it into existence or you could think it into existence. Like it's insane. And there's people that make millions of dollars selling that bullshit, but it's complete bullshit. It's total bullshit. You will never find anybody that has something of substance in their life that didn't work for it. That piece must be in there. It is the cause of what you want. If you're not willing to do the exact cause and understand the cause of what you want, you're very susceptible to superstition and magical thinking. And Napoleon Hill also pointed out that there's, it was either Hill or Waddles, that there's nothing that the undisciplined mind is more susceptible to than magical thinking. Because the one thing that the undisciplined mind doesn't want to do is be disciplined. It doesn't want to think about doing something that's hard. That's why people will sell you the idea that success is easy. Now, I've often said success is easy, but it's in a very, very different way. The understanding that success is easy is that the actual things that a person has to do to be successful those things in themselves are not difficult. The difficulty is in the mindset around those things. When you see 
Here's, if I give you a list of things and I say, do this list and you'll become successful. And there's a lot on the list. If I think to myself about how hard all of those things are, it's not that the things are hard, it's the way I'm thinking about it is hard. But if I just accept that this is what I have to do and I show up with the idea of I'm going to find out how to have as much fun doing this as I can, it's not going to be hard. And when a person finally lets go of that game that they play in their mind about it being hard and resisting and not wanting to do it and holding on to the past instead of letting that go, banning it and moving it into the, into the forward, what they realize, and, and they say it all the time, is, oh, this was easy. Really meaning that it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Once I committed to it, it wasn't as hard. So we have to understand how the law of cause and effect work when it comes to what specifically do you want. So I want to take one idea. Let's talk about money for a second, because obviously we can't talk about every single aspect of success um, during this time. But let's take something that everybody's interested in, which is, which is money. So if we want to understand the, the cause and effect about bringing a lot of money into our life, the first thing that we have to ask ourselves is what do I currently believe the cause of a lot of money is? So first, I'm, using, I'm saying a lot. You should have a specific number in mind. How much do you really want to bring into your life, okay? When you're doing that, realize that you're holding a number that represents money in your conscious mind. If you've never earned a lot of money before, I guarantee you, you have a paradigm around money in your subconscious mind. The paradigm that you're holding will not have the exact cause and effect of what it takes to earn the amount that you say that you want in your conscious mind. It'll be different. How do I know that? Because if you already have the correct paradigm for, let's say, being a millionaire, you'd already be a millionaire. Why is that? Because anything that's going on in the subconscious mind continues to manifest itself in and through your body and your life without any conscious effort on your part. Think about that. Because once you integrate the true cause and effect and how to create money in your life on a regular basis, it's not difficult anymore. You know how to do it, no matter what the situation is in the world. So think, what, were you, what is your money story? What were you raised around as far as how people earn money? What did you see? What do you currently do to earn money in your life? What's the thing that you've been doing most of your life to earn money? Most people are raised with the idea that they go to work to earn money. And it's true, we can go to work to earn money, but it's not the cause of what moves money. Money is a tool that is used to trade for things that make our life better. That's all it is. That's all it is. So what causes that tool to go from one person to another? A sale causes it to go from one person to another. 
Now, yes, there is a desire for a good or a service behind that. That's true. But the action of it moving, excuse me, is a sale. When we go to work for another individual and we're working a job, we're trading our time and that service for whatever the agreed payment is, okay? And we're doing that over and over again. So we begin to associate the value of ourselves in that time to whatever the amount of money is. That is a horrible value trade. It's a horrible value trade. And it's not really a sale, okay? Because a sale should be value for value. Now, think about this. Sale is also a consistent asking for the money and a consistent receiving of the money. When we're going to work, we're not consistently asking and receiving for the money. What we're doing is we're giving of our time and our experience over and over and over again. So we associate in our mind the giving of time and experience, basically just doing something, and money will show up. All right. Here's something that's pretty interesting. There's a lot of people that don't want you to do something because your change intimidates them. They're scared to death of what the outcome might be and whatever you change, it has a direct effect on them. There will be a day where it's too late for you to change. And on that day, you do not want to look back at your life and regret and go, shit, I woulda and I coulda, but I didn't. And now it's too late. And you're seriously trying to do something that's different. That can feel very alone. One of the best things that you can do for yourself is to make sure that you have the right support around you. Real successful people understand you need to do it if you're going to become successful. When you look up, when you're on the ground and snot's running out of your nose and you've cried a fucking river on the ground and you look up and you realize, oh shit, nobody's coming, you stand the fuck up. What if you make a mistake? I said, then I'll find out I made a mistake. If I don't do it because it scares you, I will never know. And what's important is that I know. It's not the rate at which you change, it's the value that you want to that's important. People will think about what they have to give up. You want to be able to own it. And you can't own it if you don't do it. Be sure to join me at my upcoming Art of Success Virtual Summit. For more information, go to davidnagelseminars.com or click the link in the show notes. These three days will change your life. I can't wait to see you there. Now, what's really odd about this? What's odd about it is that a lot of times you'll take somebody who's starting a business and you'll say, listen, the most important skill set that you can learn is how to make sales. Before you do anything else, become masterful at selling your product or your service. Everything else will be much easier to deal with and build if you will master that skill set first. And because that skill set represents pain 
for so many people that have not developed that yet, what, they, what do they do? They find themselves doing busy work. Now, if you, if you talk to the person, if they're in their conscious mind, they know that the busy work is not going to bring an income. But they go unconscious because they're trying to avoid the pain. And they do things that don't actually create any money in their life, but unconsciously they're fulfilling the need that they've been programmed with, which is trade time for money, trade busyness for money. And a person will literally avoid it their, their entire life. They'll go broke avoiding it. That is how powerful your unconscious mind is to override your logic to do something that will actually move the needle forward. That would be a, a good representation of a blind spot. A person will be like, I'm going to build a website. I'm going to work on my branding. I'm going to work on the color of my folders. Like, it's like, that's not going to do anything for you. Nothing. It's not going to bring any money into your life. You have to master the sales. And the not wanting to do that alone is a blind spot. So we have a conflict going on here. If we go unconscious, the, the cause, we're not applying the correct cause, and we end up not creating any money. Because we're doing the cause of something else. We'll receive an, a different effect, not the effect of earning money. If we understand that the cause that produces the effect of money in our life is sales. Now, if we want to increase the amount of money in our life, we have to either increase the value of the sale or we increase the amount of the sale. It's very linear at that, at that moment because we see exactly what it is that has to happen in order to increase the effect that we want. And the idea is that we want to master that cause. We want to do it in every single way that we can. We want to learn it like a musician learns an instrument so that we know how to apply it, know how to see it, know where it works, know what the changes are that need to be made at any moment in time based on circumstances. When you talk to people that master an instrument or master a sport, um, you find out that they played in every way that they could. They master the circumstances in which they're playing. They master all of the different challenges that could come up while they're doing the thing that they're doing. So that when it actually is time for them to do their sport or play their instrument or whatever it is that they're doing, no matter what the circumstances are that happen during that moment, they don't have to think about how they're going to adapt to it. They have an automatic reaction that keeps them creating what they want, even though there's some kind of opposition in their life or in that moment. It's the same thing with money. There's all different kinds of things that happen in business that can cause the money to stop coming in. But if we thoroughly have integrated the cause, we know how to adapt, move all around it so that it consistently comes in no matter what the situation is. A person gains that with experience. But if you're spending your time not actually doing the cause of what generates money in your business, you're not mastering 
that cause. You're not mastering the money. And the longer you go without doing that, the more difficult it is going to be to get where it is that you want to go. Because you're avoiding the most important thing, which is how is money going to come into my business? No money in the business, and it's over. The business is over. It's done. It's not going to magically happen. You're not going to stumble across some idea or some hidden thing in your business where all of a sudden people are knocking your door down to give you money. It's not going to happen. So you have to master that. But that's cause and effect. That's really understanding that if I'm the cause, if I override this and I do the correct cause, I hold the image of what? What am I holding the image of? The amount of money or the way that I'm actually doing the, the, the cause to bring the money in, the sale? I'm holding the image of the sale. Yes, we can hold the image of the amount of money that we want, but that's not the, that is not the predominant thought while I'm working in the sale. In a sale, I'm looking at providing value. I'm looking at providing service. I'm looking at helping somebody else get clear so that they say yes and they actually buy something. Those are the images that I'm holding in my mind. Now, what happens if in a moment if that changes and all of a sudden you're terrified of rejection? You're not holding the image of what you want in your mind. You're not holding the cause of what causes that sale to happen in your mind. You're now embodying the image of fear, the image of doubt, the image of worry. So it's very important that you understand this law to realize that if I seriously want to create what I say I want to create, whether it's money or anything else, I must know the exact cause of the effect that I want to produce. I must know it. I must understand it. And I have to repeat it over and over and over and over again. I was talking to a 25-year-old guy the other day, and he was $83,000 in debt at 23. And by 25, he's running a seven-figure year business. And I asked him, I said, so how did you change this? Like, what was actually happening? How did you manage to change it? And what he realized was that he did not know in the beginning that the thing that he needed to master was sales. So he, luckily for him, he found out really quick that if he was actually going to earn money, he needed to master sales. I said, so what did you do? He said, well, I created something that I could sell. And I went to these different events where I could sell it. And I talked to 300 people every day for two or three days until he found seven buyers. And I'm sitting there listening to him and I'm thinking to myself, this guy gets it. He gets it. He didn't know how to sell. He had to figure it out. But he said, I need to do it fast. And the best way to do it is to completely immerse himself in the process over and over again until he integrates it and gets it right. I think it was like 600 people that he talked to, and he made seven sales. Now, that might seem not that inspirational, but I'll guarantee you the next time he does it, and the next time he does it, and the next time he does it, 
he'll have to talk to less and less people because he's getting better and better and better. Well, of course, now he is. He's got a seven-figure company. So he's really mastered sales. But he did it by diving in and embracing the cause of the effect that he wanted to experience. He abandoned the thought that he couldn't do it. He completely abandoned it. And he realized, because he was studying successful people, and he said the one common thing, skill set that they all have is sales. Every one of them. He said, that's what I need to learn, not anything else. So he dove into it. So we have to understand everything has an effect in our life. Everything that is an effect in our life has a cause. We have to be very clear on what the cause is, and then we have to approach that cause and do it every single day until we master it. We want to integrate it in our nervous system so that it's something we don't even need to consciously think about doing. The worst thing is that you have to get yourself ready every single day to do the cause of what it is that you say that you want to create in your life. It should actually be something that you want to do, that you love to do, that you're enthusiastic about every single day. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.